What? Zoom. Did you try Zoom again? Yeah. Um, it's still connecting. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not. Okay. It's not. Well, we're going on here then. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. In three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Rage Quit. I'm Ash. I'm Tuna. And I'm Delana. <laughs> The, vi the video game we're covering this time around is Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was released in 2017 as a single-player 2D Metrovania action-adventure-style game that takes place in Hollowness, this fictional ancient kingdom ruled primarily and inhabited by bugs. The player controls an insect-like, silent, nameless knight that the fandom has affectionately named Ghost while exploring this underground kingdom that's been abandoned. The knight wields a nail, which is shaped like a cone sword, used both in combat and environment interaction. The kingdom of Hollowness has fallen into a mysterious infection, corrupting the minds of its citizens, turning them into mindless drones and monsters that now lurk in the tunnels of the kingdom. This game was made and published by Team Cherry, and its development was partly funded through a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign. By the end of 2014, it had raised over $57,000. So let me just say, I love this game. It's beautiful. Everything about it is amazing. But if I just go off of my opinion, I'll be singing the, my, the game's praises the entire time. What did you guys think? I like the art style. Like, I'm not really much of a 2D person um, for playing games. I like 3D. It, it's it's very interesting. It, it looks very cute. I like, I'd like watch a show from that art style, but I, like, it's not really my type of game. Oh, I, personally, I personally also loved it. I thought it was, yeah, like the art style was very nice. The story is great. I, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. One of the I, I understand the love for it. it. It's very, it's very cute. Yeah. It is very cute. Yeah. Mhm. Mm All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. One of the biggest things fans love to point out is the style of the game. Do you think we should start there? I guess so. Yeah, it has that. Um... Like it, it's from like bugs and stuff. Like they're like the bug creatures and stuff, and it just cutifies them, and makes them adorable and stuff. And I kind of like that. I kind of like the turning into gross stuff into cute things. Like I, I'm actually like I hate I hate bugs. Like I'll like I'll look at them afar and be like, huh, <laughs> look at those bugs. But mm -hmm. I can't. Is is yeah. Mhm. Mm what what do you think, Nelena? Um. Yeah, I mean, I also really like the art style. It's very, it's it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's cartoonish, but it also kind of gives this ominous feel. Almost. Mm -hmm. It's very like it's very just so nice to look at. The background art is also just so amazing. It's. Simultaneously colorful while also being 
like monotone. If that makes yeah, sense. yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that too. It it seems it seems very colorful, but it's not. It, it's just it's all grayscale. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, like a few. Yeah, like like, yeah. 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 But like the characters are like really give the brightness the the brightness to it. It's just they're like the small amounts of bright colors. But it's like it's not that bright to completely take you away from the scene. It, it's like it's yeah. supposed to be mm-hmm. the game. Color theory. Yeah. <laughs> The game is just beautiful. Every environment appears to be its own little world in a different palette. There's something just ethereal about every aspect of Hollow Nest. It just feels like another world. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness. Every location in the game was just beautifully designed. Uh, like, green path that was overtaken with moss. The way they just merged um, the city landscape that the other parts of the bugs had and nature that just overtook it was amazing. The City of Tears was also beautiful. Just this dilapidated kingdom. Like, it just felt somber. I have to say my favorite location, though, was um, definitely the Hive, which was only added after an extension. But the hive just feels different from the rest of Hollow Nest because of its really bright palette. The rest of the kingdom is like dark greens, blues, and purple. But the hive is this bright yellow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The music is worthy of note, too. The composer of every song in the game was Christopher Larkin. And the music of every, like, single song in Hollow Knight's just beautiful, whether it's Hornet's theme or the Dung Defender song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everything, everything artistically about this, whether it be, like, the music or the writing of the story or the art, it's all so just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The game was... It's actually impressive that they made such a project because the game is technically an indie game being made by a small company. Team Cherry has only a couple of people working for them, and this is the first game they've ever made. Did they did they come out of college with this? Was it like a out of college game? It wasn't necessarily an out-of-college games. Um, Most of the people who worked on the game, like Ari Gibson and William Pellin, the co-directors, they've worked on other projects, but this is their first standalone one. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's really, this is their big break. Yeah, it's their first break, really. Team Cherry is the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what... This is their big, big, their first project. Their first Mm -hmm. first project of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, this is ours. Yeah. And it's... It's um, interesting. It's like, it's a very new, it's a very unique style, a unique tone to it. Like, like I'd look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that's Hollow Knight. It's it's, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It really was their big break. Despite being an indie game, technically made by a small group of people, 
it was a long game and it got nominated for a lot of awards. It only won a couple, but it got nominated for games all the way from 2017 to 2019. It won the titles at the Australian Game Awards because this game was actually made in Australia. Hmm. But. Mm hmm. But in Australia, it won Independent Game of the Year and Australian Developed Game of the Year. But it wasn't until the National Academy of Video Games Trade Reviewers Awards that it won for design. So people really did like it. It got nominated for a lot of other things at that award show, including art direction and character design. Mm hmm. So needless to say, people have fallen in love with the style of this game, and the creators definitely deserve to pat themselves in the back. This was an impressive project. Yeah. I mean, and despite like, how it is a very, very long game, but like when you look at it, you kind of first think like, oh, this could be like a short little game that like would take like a few days to beat, and it's like thirty to forty hours of just gameplay. Yeah, thirty to 40, it's longer than that. If you suck at the boss rushes, it takes way longer than that. Yeah. I don't know how many times I had to replay Hornet the first time. Because she... Hornet just wrecked me. Yeah, but... Yeah. There's obviously more to it than just this art. Its storytelling is even amazing. The actual story of the game, the lore behind it is intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. like how the oh god. Like how there's this sickness and how they need a knight to control it. To hold it in. You know, there's so many things about the lore that I couldn't honestly all be can talk about in one podcast. I cut out Elena, I'm going to need you to lean in a little more or something, or talk clearer into your mic, because you fade in and out a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Alrighty, cut in. Oh, like, it, it, there's so much about the lore that honestly couldn't even be talked about in, like, one thing in the podcast. Like, how each character plays into what was happening around us and like including Hornet and how, you know, like her mother was with like a pale king and how there's this ray like the radiance and the Hollow Knight backstory. It's all so amazing and just Yeah. Like in the, depth. <laughs> the amazing thing about Hollow Knight is there's a lot of things we don't know about the lore, like at all. There's a lot of things people are in the dark on, and you can honestly play through the whole game, and if you don't pay attention, you will not know what's going on. It's a world that just leaves us with so many questions, and I think that's why so many people love it. But the mm -hmm. essential story of the game is the knight, or as the fandom likes to call him, ghost. Has... He's come to this faded kingdom of hollowness that has fallen into ruins and is completely overtaken with an infection that has turned pretty much all of its citizens into these mindless beasts. Mm 
that just attack you on sight. It's his job to defeat the infection, essentially by defeating the Hollow Knight. I know it's a shocker that the main character isn't the Hollow Knight. <laughs> but, essentially, the Hollow Knight was meant to be an empty vessel to contain the Radiance, but, unfortunately, the vessel wasn't as empty as they thought. It, essentially, um, but from there, basically, I blanked what I was going to say. Anyway. From there, the Hollow Knight was infected because the the disease caused by this primordial being called the Radiance had something to infect, and it took over the Hollow Knight, only to leak out from the shell it was encased in into the rest of Hollow Nest. There's multiple endings to the game, but essentially the knight either... Go, enters the mind of the Radiant of the Hollow Knight and defeats the Radiance itself, or it takes on the Radiance as the new vessel to contain the disease. Mm -hmm. But it is a long game, and the entire kingdom of Hollow Nest has tons and tons of lore. If you talk to the right people or read the right signs, you'll realize that this kingdom had a lot of history before the Radiance showed up. Like, internal turf wars, and all this different drama between characters we've never even met. We just happen upon their graves later. <laughs> Here lies Pterandodon. I beat them. <laughs> or you talk to their ghost. That's an option in the game. The Dream Nail is a weapon that's required for the true ending of the game. Essentially, you, you use it to enter the Hollow Knight's mind, but you can also use it to enter hidden parts of the map. It essentially allows you to see into the past, see the things of the past. With it, you can talk to the ghosts of a lot of people. <laughs> and help you get some of the lore of the game. But there were just a lot of characters. Yeah. Oh, there's like, there's so much lore in this game. Like, and oh. like, just like. Yeah, I blanked out too. Man, what the heck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I find this to be one of those games where like when you're working um when you're working like nine to five jobs you could like um like this could be the game that you play for months on end because uh, you're working like you're working daily and like like you'd be like playing for two hours and and then you stop or like two maybe even thirty minutes I think this is a very work friendly game. Since, like, with a busy life, you could just, like, take a few while and, like, just be invested in this. And this could just be your game for, like, the, the, year, the year or, like, the semester. Hmm. Speedrunners are screwed, though. This is a long game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got no sleep. Suffer. Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, uh, the speedrunning record is, like, three hours, actually. Really? Yeah. They aren't human. It had to be a computer. 
<laughs> like, they must have not died once. Probably not. Because mm. Hollow Knight is a long game with a very large, expansive map. It's a Megalovania-style game, so it's basically explore your own pace and find whatever you can along the way. It's an open world... they didn't. <laughs> you pre... they didn't even say, go straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you present you basically progress through boss battles and you gain all kinds of new items along that way that give you new abilities, unlock new parts of the map. A vast majority of the game is you jumping around through different environments with different obstacles in your path, be it boiling water or spikes of all different kinds, while avoiding the different creatures in the area, and then there are the boss battles. Hollow Knight has some tight gameplay that's mostly based on skill. And it can be very tough to beat, but it's also a very addictive style of gameplay. You just don't want to get up. She's like, no, no, I'm going to beat them this time. So this time, this time, this time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Only took over ten tries to beat Hornet. Hmm. <laughs> And I know Hornet comes back for another round. Yeah. Later on in the game. Mm-hmm. Just die already. Never. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any boss, like, any boss battles you liked or parts of the game you thought were difficult? I, I really liked, um, like, just kind of aesthetically, the, oh, I can't remember, the Troop Master. Ooh. And the Grim Master, those just aesthetically, they were just very, very nice. Very cool to look at. It was just absolutely amazing. Mm hmm. The Grim Troop was an expansion pack it added on later to the game, and it was incredibly mm. popular. <laughs> Tumblr took a disturbing, disturbing entrance to the Grim Troop leader, but. We don't talk about Tumblr. We don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr needs to go back to horny jail. Uh. Oh, I think my favorite boss battle, just because it was so funny to me, was Zote the Mighty. <laughs> now, essentially, you can use the Dream Nail on other people, and at one point, you can use it to enter the mind of Zote. Zote is this little character, you either love him or you hate him, he kind of looks like an old grouchy man who constantly tells you have to save him constantly, and he just tells you to get lost. I can take care of myself. And he's not the toughest person around, but if you use the dream nail to enter, um, well, not his mind, the mind of another bug he saved, and she just loves him now. You will fight this absolutely ripped zote who just beats the crap out of you. Because that's how she perceives Zote. And it's so funny. <laughs> this is what you see? This is how you see him? Are you blind? <laughs> it's funny, because you do fight Zote at one point in the Coliseum of Fools, which is essentially a massive boss rush area. And it's it kind of feels like you're kicking a dog. Just because he runs up to you blindly swinging his sword really slowly, you just gotta hit him and throw him back. But then just to have Zote the Mighty 
with with the dream nail come in and beat the crap out of you is hilarious. <laughs> that was a hard fight when I have still not beaten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the harder ones in the game. Oh, definitely. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but I'd have to say just on comedy alone, that was one of my favorite boss battles. What about you guys? Can you, or like, ooh, actually, I, I, I already asked you that. But what about, like, favorite characters or environments? Was there, what are the things about the game you loved the most? Yeah. Like, oh, Hollow Knight is known for having a really colorful and expansive cast. Was there any character you liked more than the others? Hornet. Everyone's favorite is Hornet. I loved Hornet. Yeah, everybody just loves Hornet. Hornet's one of my favorite characters, but I also wonder... Uh, I, I kind of... Ooh. Maybe Quirrell or Cornifer. Quirrell was like this calm little knight you'd run into every once in a while. He was a cool guy. Cornifer was your dorky map man, who, despite not having a weapon, seems to get into some of the most dangerous places and ready to sell you a map. But he's like, he's like, I gotta make money somehow. Yeah, he runs a shop. But you know what? I'm gonna say the MVP of the entire series, the goat of the whole game, is Menderbug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, essentially, the Menderbug is this little creature you almost never see. There are signs all over Hollow Nest. And you find that you can break them. However, if you leave the area and return, they'll seemingly be fixed. And you'd think that was just a, like how environments and games work. You break something, you come back, and it's fixed. No. The mender bugs are just this entire colony of silent workers who fix everything that breaks in this kingdom. And you never see them because they do work so fast. However... At one point during the game, you do meet a Menderbug, and you can kill it. You're a monster if you do. Oh. Kill the worker. Kill the what? No! <laughs> it's, it's very cute. And, like, I think that's a really good, um... Uh, invention to, like, make sense of, like, why why something is, um... It's fit. Because, like, a lot of games... Like, it just resets after you leave. But, like, and it's just like, but I literally destroyed that wardrobe. How did that happen? And, like, they got Menderbug to do, to make sense of it. What's hilarious yeah. real fast is you can find the diary. After you kill Menderbug, you can unlock his house and you can find his diary there. And I just want to read one little quick entry from this man who's so happy with his life. Isn't life just the most beautiful thing? Fixing signs, mending posts, let them break, I say. I'm a better mender for all that repairing. I sometimes doubt there's a single bug in Hollow Nest happier than me. Oh, 
that's so sad. <laughs> the game was like yeah. literally just like, be guilty, you you psycho. Why did you kill this little bug? <laughs> it gets even get better with the other entries. <laughs> but Are I... you happy now? Are you happy that you killed Menderbug? You... Do you feel you satisfied? satisfied? Is your bloodlust enough? <laughs> Silent, silent guilt. Oh, look at you. Are you satisfied? Yeah. Menderbug is just the MVP. <laughs> Fixing everything. Hmm. Let me think. I blanked what I was going to say. Yeah. But in terms of environments, I'd have to put the hive as my favorite. Just there's something about the way the honeycombs are built into the background and like the bright colors of honey everywhere like the and they have this little library area that's like all built in with the honeycombs i just think is so pretty <laughs> you guys have a favorite area or environment to the game i think i really like them all they like they all have their own perks i i'm not really much of a um a favoritism person like, I just look at something and be like, ah, oh, this is, it has its own perks too, um, of why it's beautiful and all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the City of Tears. Edgy, <laughs> edgelord. Like, listen, okay, I, like, I know the name is a little edgy, but it's just so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the aside from the name. Hmm? I was just gonna say, it is really pretty. Become one with the edge. Mm hmm It's funny, because the City of Tears, it's kind of nicknamed that because it's always raining, but they're underground. It's actually from a lake above the city. Oh, what if the, yeah. what if the ground gives in? Then it's going to be the flooded city. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's pretty much no one living there anymore, except for that one immortal bug that's kind of lost her mind. Good for her. <laughs> she just sits... I love that. I don't remember her name, but there's a bug you could run into who just laughs at the death of everyone around her. Like, ha, huh, they banished me. Now they're the ones who are dead. <laughs> That's all she does. Divine? I think it... Was it Divine? I think that was her name. But yeah, she was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is amazing, though, how, like, the fandom has taken to this game. Typically, actually, tip, the term typically wouldn't work anymore. Because nowadays, it feels like it's way easier for indie games to make it big. And I think that's partially due to the internet. Because, you know, back a, f a few decades ago, if your game wasn't Nintendo or Blizzard or something like that, you weren't getting anywhere. But now with the internet, if something's popular, it doesn't matter whether it's an independent game or not. It will take the internet by storm. Look at examples like Bendy and Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's really nice to see these projects um, get some traction. Like... Like, these are from people, like, they have connections, but they don't have enough connections to 
get to get higher up to get into those AAA companies, but they have like enough family members and friends to advertise it in their in their um, accounts and um, on YouTube and stuff. Like there are people who like who ask um, big YouTubers or even just like casual YouTubers to play games um, about their game, and they're like, "Hey, can you?" Um, play my game like in the comments and stuff or like they can message them through email so yeah mm-hmm. like the kindness of people of of, le- of letting them do this of letting them um be able to advertise their games or be, to be able to have someone else online play test their games to everyone else it's good Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. Organized correctly. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing the way everyone has reacted to Hollow Knight. It's pretty much everywhere. It's got a hundred of a hundred approval rating, ten out of ten across the board, and the fan base has just taken on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. So much so, the game is continuing with a sequel. Overall, um, the sequel is called Silk Song, and it seems to be, um, Silk Song is going to be played through the perspective of Hornet. It's not exactly clear, but we're fairly certain this is her post-game form after what's happened in Hollow Knight. At the moment, we only have about one trailer out, or one or two trailers out for the game, and a little bit of some of the first gameplay, but overall, people have been desperate to get information on the game, and the creator's lips have been fairly well sealed up until this point. We only have a bit of knowledge on what this gameplay is going to be like. Mm-hmm. But so far, it looks like Silksong is going to live up, if not surpass, the original game, and it makes me wonder where we're going to go from here, if the series of the series surrounding the Kingdom of Hollow Nest will continue, or if we'll leave it off after Silk Song. But either way, Hollow Knight is an amazing game. I hope Silk Song lives up to be just as amazing as it, if not better. But overall, the art, the story, the gameplay, it's enticing and beautiful, and it's a whole other world you just want to get sucked into, which is why I really recommend everybody play this game. What do you guys think? Even though it's not my type of game, I, I do um, understand, like, understand why someone would like it. Um, yeah, especially with um, someone who works a lot, I would definitely, um, definitely word it to the working class. Why am I gas blinking? Farting. Brain fart. Sorry. <gasps> Cut in, cut out. Sorry. Right. <laughs> oh man. Okay, let me restart. Sorry. C- cut in. Even though it's not my type of game, I do understand wh- why some of the, like I understand and I I and I love um, hearing you guys rant about it. Um, and like I would really offer this to, um, to someone else. This is. A wonderful game, very very nicely designed and thought out. 
Um, Melina? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold up. Yeah, I I really I really liked it. It was I would totally recommend this to just about like anyone who loves extensive lore, who loves pretty art styles, also side scrollers. <laughs> if you like side scrollers, it's honestly it's just a game for anyone. Even if you don't like side scrollers, you should still play Hollow Knight. <laughs> it's just everything about it is so mind blowingly like pretty and artistic and just perfect because it gives a sense of like it gives it's so pretty but it's also so ominous and it's chill but it's also like stress inducing it's just everything about it it's a contradiction that works hmm. all right well thank you for listening to our review of hollow knight and tuning into rage quit we'll see you next time bye bye see ya bye.